You're listening to Podcast Rescue. My name is Cliff Duvinois, and this is episode 16. Hey there, are you struggling with your podcast? Well, then let's change that. Here, we're going to share the strategies, tips, and tricks that you need to make your podcast a thriving part of your business. Welcome to Podcast Rescue. Hello, my fellow entrepreneurs. So let me ask you this question. Are you one of these people where your eyes are bigger than your stomach? I can't tell you the number of times where you know I've either gone to a restaurant or some kind of a family function and I see all these great all this great food and I'm like, yeah, and I just pile it on my plate like crazy, you know? Especially when I was a kid, my mom would be like, Well, if you're gonna put it on your plate, you're gonna eat it. I'm like, ah, oh, don't worry, mom, I'll eat it. Guess what? She made me sit in that chair for like, you know, four days. She's like, You're gonna eat all that food, right? Eyes bigger than my stomach. And you know, I see this a lot when it comes to, uh, especially when it's somebody who isn't really either familiar with being an entrepreneur or they're just starting out in their truck and God only knows I fell victim to this as well. What I want to do is over these next couple of episodes, uh, I, I had a really great consulting call with a client and we went through and I ran him through uh, my framework. And there were some things that happened in that framework. I was like, you know what? I really need to get this out to people. I really need to get this message out to people because uh, truth be told, you know, I don't want to make, I don't want to have people make these missteps, right? That, that I have made. And I, I see like, you know, that he has made. And of course, you know, I'm not calling them mistakes or anything else like that, but I, I just want to kind of put some of this in context and talk about mind frame. Uh, really at the end of the day, I just want to make sure that I'm setting people up for success and I want you to be set up for success as well. So here's the deal. I'm having this coaching call and this gentleman, he is absolutely bursting with excitement. I mean, he is just beyond stoked, like ready to go. And what he does is he, for some reason, we start off talking in his kitchen and then he takes me downstairs into uh, the basement on the Zoom call. He's like, yeah, look at all this equipment, right? I got these two DSLR cameras and oh, look at these microphones here. These things are like $200 a pop. And I got these like, I got these boom arms and I've got this, this black magic video mixer and all this other stuff. And I looked how I tricked out my studio and all the sound equipment and everything else. And I'm looking at all of this stuff and I'm like, holy cow, how much money did this guy spend? Right? Just on equipment. You know, and finally he's like, yeah, you know what? Because I want to be everywhere, right? This message, I feel so strongly about it. You know, I want to have a podcast. I want to have a YouTube channel. I, I just want to be like everywhere. And I took this deep breath and I was like, holy smokes. And this, the way he was acting, you know, I kind of had to laugh because it reminded me of my, my younger entrepreneurial days, right? So I would get this idea for a business. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is the surefire thing. People will be throwing money at me for this. And then what I would do is I'd sit down and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to make a business. What is everything that I need, right? Well, I'm going to need business cards. Oh, you know what? I'm actually going to need a new desk, right? And because I'm going to be doing all this work, I need a new computer, right? Because you always have to have a, a new computer. right? Oh my God, I need a whiteboard and I need a cork board and, you know, Oh my goodness, with all these clients, how am I going to invoice them? Well, I need a printer. So I'd go and you know, buy a printer. Then I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, I need a website. What's going to be my domain name? 
right? What's my website going to look like? You know, and I'd spend all this time just working like crazy, working like crazy for like the first, you know, like 30 days, 45 days. I would just literally just spend all kinds of money. Sometimes I would actually go into debt. And then when I got everything all said and done, nothing. No clients, no sales. There's no marketing that's going on. I don't know how to do any of the real stuff that it needs to do a business because it seemed like it seemed like I was doing everything that I thought I needed to do, but I realized I was actually doing this kind of backwards and it would take me years and probably thousands of dollars before I hit on something, before experience finally said, what is the lesson to be learned here? And I'm going to share that with you in just a moment. Now, for this gentleman that I was coaching and all this equipment that he purchased, I really can't blame him. Anybody thinking about starting any kind of a, of a podcast or a video podcast or whatever it is, they would go over to YouTube and they could type in equipment for podcast or how do I start a podcast or all this other stuff. And there's a crap ton of videos that are out there. But then you know what happens. Some YouTuber will tell them that they need state-of-the-art everything, right? State-of-the-art uh, state equipment, microphones. You need a mixer. You got to have a preamp. You got to have all this other stuff, right? Top-of-the-line recorders. Because they all say the same thing, right? Well, if you're going to start a podcast, audio quality is absolutely important. No one will listen to you if your audio sounds bad. If you don't sound like a professional, no one is going to take you seriously. Nobody's going to find your podcast. Uh, you might as well just write me a check. Well, that's actually not far from the truth because, to be honest, all the equipment that they show that you need in those YouTube videos, links in the show notes down below. And yes, they are affiliate links. So people will click on these links because they're like, oh my God, I need to buy all this equipment, right? They spend thousands of dollars on gear and guess what happens? What is the end of the story? 80% of these people go into pod fade. They make it to eight episodes. They're like, oh my God, this is too hard. This is too complicated. I can't do it. So you know what they do now? Like they spend all this equipment. I can't do this anymore. So like, you know what? I need to sell this equipment. And guess what? Their spouse is angry at them. You spent all that money on all that equipment. Now you're not even using it. Right? And because they're selling it for a third of what they paid for, they have to. Why? Because there's 80% of people out there also selling their equipment. So it's just a matter of, gee, can I get something for <laughs> this $500 mic I bought for this you know, $250 preamp, whatever it is. Now, I actually saw this in action. I'm not making this up. I belong to this podcasting group a few years back, right? One of the podcast gurus. Once a month, without fail, someone would go on there and post their podcasting gear for sale. Now, this was a podcasting group where the guru promised us that we were going to be successful with our podcast. So what does it say when the people who are in your group are actually posting their gear for sale? Right? What does that say about the program? Now, something is absolutely broken somewhere when with this whole buy the most expensive equipment model. 
right? Because the only person who's really going to get paid is that YouTuber who told you that you needed to buy it, right? It reminds me of the gold rush days in California, right? Every newspaper in America was talking about all the gold. I mean, shoot, it's on the ground for crying out loud. You just have to show up. You just have to pick it up. So millions of people are now flooding to California. And who made all the money? It was the people who were selling the pickaxes and the shovels and selling the maps. Oh, here's where you go to find the gold, right? Those are the people that made all the money. Those poor miners go out there and it's like, where's the gold, right? You have to dig for it. Well, where do I dig? Eh, just pick a spot. Now, as much as I, as much as I admire the excitement and the enthusiasm that people have to, to launch a media company, right? To do this for their particular business. It has to be tempered by the fact that you actually have to produce content and you have to do it on a consistent basis. That's the only way you're going to start to see results. Now, for this gentleman that I was consulting for, I mean, he's showing me all this equipment, how awesome it is, and it can fade in and out and all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. How many episodes have you recorded? None. And he gets this big old smile on his face. But look, I got a domain name. I already know what we're going to be talking about. This is an awesome name for the podcast, man. I am ready. You know, and I think about this for just a second and I'm like, well, okay, so you haven't recorded any episodes yet. What is your publishing schedule, right? What, what is your plan, right? Are you thinking once a week? Are you thinking once every two weeks? And he says, nope, we're going to do two episodes every single week. I'm thinking to myself, oh boy, he has no idea what he's getting into. Well, I, at this point, he's already invested the money right? He can't, can't send the equipment back. He's already gotten it. He's already been sitting on it. So what can we do, right? How can we start to salvage the situation, right? I wish I really would have gotten to him sooner. Rather than have a YouTuber tell him he needed to purchase all this equipment, I would have said, look, just get a simple USB mic, right? Maybe a hundred bucks, something that records decent audio. Because truth be told, the only time that audio matters is with video, right? That's really the only time that it matters. If you are producing an audio-only episode, I have listened to podcasts where the, where the episodes have been recorded on an iPhone, right? And I have actually done a podcast where every single episode was recorded on an iPhone and nobody wrote me, nobody sent me an email, nobody left me a review for my podcast and said, I am not listening to this anymore because he is not recording this on a Shure SM7B microphone. He's not using this preamp or he's not using this mixer. So because he's not using that, I am not going to listen to this podcast anymore. Said no one ever. Get a simple USB mic, start recording decent audio, start producing content, do it on a regular schedule, pick a schedule that is consistent for you, but you've got to get used to the production, right? How long is it going to take for every single episode that you produce? How long is it going to take? Can you keep up with your publishing schedule? If you're going to do it twice a week, you got to know that this is going to take up a lot of time, especially when you're starting out brand new, because it always takes longer when you're just starting out. So consistency is king. This is the most important variable that we as entrepreneurs can control. 
Now, I didn't want to dash his dreams, but I would be doing him a disservice. I would not be able to sleep at night if I just said, oh, you know what? You want to do two episodes a week? Cool. You want to spend all that money on equipment? Cool. No problem, dude. All right. High five. I just could not let him wander down that rabbit hole. So I told him, I was like, look, here's the deal. I appreciate your zeal wanting to do two episodes a week. My recommendation, do one episode a week, audio only. Do not mess around with video at this moment, right? Go through the motions. Get yourself a routine. Get yourself a production schedule. Build up your library, six weeks worth of content. And then focus on publishing it out. And can you maintain that, right? Once you've created six weeks worth of content, maintain it for at least six months. Figure out ways that you can get better at production, get faster than production. If you've got the money and the bandwidth for it, maybe you can train somebody to do the production for you. But after six months, right, after you've got this process down pat, then you might want to think about jumping on the video bandwagon. Because I can tell you this, if you're thinking about producing audio and your audio you think is way too time consuming, wait until you start editing video. When I got into video back in the day, I got into video before I got into audio. And I was told by somebody way smarter than me, you need to plan on eight hours worth of work for every one minute of video that you produce. Meaning you are going to put in a four, four, 40 hour work week for a five minute video. Now, somebody got out there, sit there, say, well, Cliff, it's only five minutes. How can it possibly take 40 hours worth of work? Well, what are you going to talk about? Are you going to script it? What are the key points that you want to make? There's all of this pre production that goes into play when it comes to making a video, right? Getting it set up, the equipment, right? The studio, like the lights, even if you left the stuff up, it still takes time to settle that. Get your camera, you got to put your SD card in there and all of this other stuff, but it's a lot of work. And then when you actually make the video, it is rare that you're going to get it on the first try. You're going to want to do it from different angles, right? Because you're already thinking to yourself, you know what? I have to make an edit every two or three seconds to the video or else nobody's going to pay attention to it. You know, so you do it from different ways, different angles. And then when you get all the footage done, you got to bring it into your editor. You got to stitch it together. What music am I playing? What bumper am I going to use? Oh, I haven't recorded any of that? Well, bonus points. Get to do it longer. Right? It takes more time. Even if you were to do a live video, I, that's really not going to produce the results that you want because you really have to get comfortable with talking off the cuff. You're still going to spend time organizing your notes, organizing your thoughts. What do you want to talk about? What stories do you want to share? You got to have my card somewhere or anything else like that. Because if you're going to go live, you got to have all this stuff ready to go. It's got, it's got to be coordinated. You got to put the whole thing together. Now, the people that I see today that are absolutely crushing it with, with live content, right? Live videos. Every single one of them that I see crushing it started off at the same place. And that was with a simple podcast. They grew into video. They grew into live. Now, I know that there are gurus out there that are like, you know, the Gary Vaynerchuk's out there that say, oh, you, you should be going live all the time because look at all the pieces of content that you can produce, right? Just go live every single day. And you know what? If you can do that, kudos to you. 
But I do know that for many people out there, they won't pull the trigger and actually do it. Or they start out for a few days and then they fizzle out because it's just you know, too much work, man. I got I to gotta pay the bills. Now, we all know and understand entrepreneurs need to produce content, right? But going from zero pieces of content a day to 64 pieces of content a day is just too demanding. And because it's too demanding, it's super easy to get frustrated. Because every single time that you turn around, you have some reminder that's going off. It's like, oh, you need to post a reel. And you're thinking, oh my God, I just posted a reel two hours ago. Can I like work on my customer project? Oh, nope, you got to produce that reel. You got to get 64 pieces of content out there every single day. So start off with just one thing, one thing only. Okay, I'm producing a podcast. I've been doing it now for a few months. What else could I do, right? What is something very simple that I could add either to the process or to produce some other little piece of content right there? Maybe it's audiograms. I've got no point where I've got everything dialed in, right? I'm posting to Facebook and you know Instagram and everything else talking about these episodes. Maybe a little little audiogram will do it, right? A little video snippet from my podcast. And if you've got the right editing software, this could be fairly simple for you to be able to implement. But just because it's simple doesn't mean you should do it right off the bat. Focus on getting your podcast done. Focus on getting it out there. And then when you're comfortable and you can do it in your sleep, then add something small to it. So now before, when I was sharing about how I would go out and I would buy all this equipment, I learned that when you're going out to start a business, you really don't need to buy a thing. The most important thing to do is sales, right? Marketing, sales product. Can you deliver on those three? Producing content obviously fits into that. So when I see these YouTubers out there that are, you know, sitting there saying to people, oh, if you're going to start a podcast, you need to have this equipment and this microphone. You need to have this mixer stuff. Da, 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 da. They always say the same thing. Links are in the show notes down below. And guess what? Every single one of those links is a link to an affiliate program because this is how they make their money. YouTubers aren't doing this for free. And you know what? They really don't care whether you're successful or not. What they care about is that you buy the equipment. That's it. They just want to get paid. But that's the key difference for me. I actually care about my clients getting results. This is why I can look them in the eye and say, you know what? Don't spend four grand on equipment. Get yourself a very simple $100 USB microphone. Just get started recording episodes. Make it simple. Keep your money. Now, for my client, when I was talking to him, I could tell that by the end of our call, he was really starting to get deflated. And you know what? It breaks my heart. But like I said before, I would rather be honest with him to tell him, hey, if you want to set yourself up for success, this is what you need to do, rather than to indulge his fantasy and watch him fall flat, to have him give up after eight episodes. So we worked everything out and whether he takes me up on that advice or not is yet to be seen. And you know what? He could come back and say, ah, screw Cliff. You know, he's just being a negative Nancy. I'm going to do two episodes a week. I'm going to do video. I'm going to do audio. I'm going to do all this stuff. I don't care what he says. And you know what? Prove me wrong. 
I love it when people prove me wrong. But you don't need to spend $5,000 on equipment to try to do it. Show me with your actions. Show me with your results. Because you can get results. You can create content. You can make a podcast. You can do all these things without emptying your wallet, without making your spouse angry. You just can. I would love it if he came back to me in six months and said, you know, Cliff, you told me not to do this, but I didn't listen to you and look where I am today. I, you know, mazel tov, man. I'll be the first one to, to open a bottle of bubbly. But if you are interested in getting real results without making your spouse angry, then I invite you to head over to podcastingwithcliff.com. Schedule a session today. Go over your podcasting needs. Understand how podcasting can work for your business and how it can become a real revenue generator for your business. That's all the time I have for today. Make it a great day, my friends. 